Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Righto. I think we're right to get over to, to Las Vegas because Super Bowl 58 is now only a few days away. The Chiefs and the Niners, of course, meeting at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Round one of the live tournaments underway over there as well. So it's all happening. Jared Waitley, of course, is our SEN flag bearer over there in Nevada. And G joins us on the line. Jared, good afternoon, as it is for you over there in Sin City. Sammy, so I've just tried to find a quiet corner in Vegas, which is almost the hardest task of all. But uh, yeah, so I've got a, I've got a little spot to have a chat now on what's proving a very busy Thursday in the old town. Now, there's no quiet corners in the sphere, so I'm going right to the chase here. You two, please discuss. Uh, just unforgettable, Sam. So there's never been a concert like it. There's never been a venue like it. And the fusion of the music with the the way that the screen, a 270-degree screen is used, uh, is just magnificent. And it's an 18,000-seat auditorium. And from about six minutes in, there's this realisation that spreads that you're seeing something uh, that you'll never forget and that you've never really experienced before. So there's a glow that sort of emanates across the next two and a half hours uh, Bono is at that stage in his career where he can do as he likes. He can sing the songs however he pleases. He can lie down on the stage if he wants to. Um, he just had everybody captive from the moment that it started. It's a show that includes nods to Elvis and Sinatra and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and delightfully crowded house. And then the, the last four. Uh, Vertigo, Streets With No Name, With or Without You, and Beautiful Day, just, just superb. So, yeah, it's completely unforgettable, and it's a, you know, it's a high asking price, but I will say it was, it was worth every dollar to be there. No, they're life experiences, aren't they? Now, Jared, you've been there long enough now, I suppose, to witness the build-up as the city welcomes the onset of Super Bowl fever, if you like. What, what does that look like firsthand? The main factor that kicks in now, which is really visible today, is the arrival of the fans, and not just the fans of the Chiefs and the 49ers, but the fans of all persuasions. This is the charm of the Super Bowl is a bit like the Olympics. There are the two teams, and then there's the host city, and the host city is it's magnetic to fans right across the league. So they have their NFL experience, which is... Um, there was that one year we had the AFL sensation out at, uh, out at the Tennis Centre, so it's the annual uh, fan festival where all the activations are there. So you can pick a field goal, you can catch a touchdown pass, you can meet players, there are mini fields, there's all sorts of memorabilia and merchandise. And that will draw more than a million people over the next few days. That's in the same uh, convention centre as Radio Row has been. So what we've witnessed today is just this massive influx of fans, all ages, all jerseys on display, we saw the power of the 49ers fans on Monday night, opening night at the stadium, when there was 24,000 people there. And I'd say 21,000 of them were 49ers fans because of the proximity of San Francisco to Las Vegas. But, yeah, it's the, it becomes this beautiful fan celebration over the next couple of days. And typically the, the population of the city 
multiplies by by a factor of two every day from here. So mm. yeah, they they really get swept up into it. But I will say it's it's a great Super Bowl city because there's so much going on, Sam. Not just the the build up to the football game. Yeah, so for those who have never been, and that's probably the majority of the audience listening this morning, Jared. I mean, what sort of comparisons can you make with an AFL grand final? Say last year when Collingwood, one of the biggest clubs here, if perhaps the biggest, played off in the grand final. Yeah, so um, I, I, I in no way uh, look to run down what happens at home because I feel like the last two grand final days in particular have elevated. But there's just a few different factors at play. So the, the first one is that host city factor. So the pilgrimage mm. to come to wherever the Super Bowl is. And as I say, it doesn't belong exclusively to the two teams. So there's there's something about the week and about the influx that, that builds and builds. Now, they have nothing like our grand final parade. And I do feel like they would do well to come and have a look at what we do on the Friday. But they have that Monday night opening night, which sometimes is a funny little affair, but it had a... It, it was terrific in the stadium to be actually in where the game's going to be played. And a lot of those fans, we were told, they won't have tickets. So this was their their in-field experience, as it were, of Super Bowl week. And then there's a whole lot of events that are that are built around the city and around the event that, um, that thrust you towards Sunday. And then the day itself, um, it's not just the, what, 72 or 3,000 that'll be in the stadium – there's sometimes there's 200,000 at various points around the outside of the stadium. So it would be like if um, if we built up in uh, the surrounding parklands of the MCG events mm. and stages and what they call tailgating here, which is we just had as you know barbecuing out the back of the car back in the day. But yeah, just drawing a, a huge number of people to the centre of it, and because America is bigger, it just there is a there's a scale to it which is bigger than what it's at home. But what's no different is what it means to people and what it, it means to the fans that the teams are competing. That is a universal truth that um, that Melbourne is really a touchstone internationally for, I think. So just on the fans and one on the game specifically, Jared, the, these two obviously met, what, four years ago now. And, and it, it's no secret this wasn't the matchup that they wanted over there. But now that they have it, of course... Where does public sentiment lie, do you think? Perhaps where does neutral public sentiment lie? Because we've got two tails almost at either end of the spectrum. You've got the Chiefs hunting, you know, three titles in five years. Pat Mahomes sits on the throne. The 49ers haven't got their uh, won a title anyway since 94. And they've got a quarterback now uh, formerly known as Mr. Irrelevant, now somewhat disrespectfully yeah. as the, the game manager. So you've got two ends of the spectrum there. Where does the neutral sentiment lie? It's a really hard question to answer, Sam, and it's it's hard to tap into. Is that's probably the element that was missing, which was the possibility of seeing something new. So that was the Ravens on one front, but particularly the the Detroit Lions, who would have been the Cinderella run to the Super Bowl. So that that was the element that was missing. Instead, we 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 sort of have greatness. We have the 49ers are traditionally incredibly successful. It's a long time since they've won one and they've lost two along the way. The Chiefs are the ruling power right now. So you've got the best team of the era against the best team of the year. So it's absolutely stacked on that front. The philosophical struggle um, is is great. So you've got the Chiefs now spend all their money on the quarterback and make do mm. in a lot of other places. The 49ers spend nothing on the quarterback and they have this all-world team that has been developed for him to try to manage. So 
on the philosophical spectrum of what do you believe in, it's a, it's a brilliant case study. Um, I would have said to you that sentiment should run with Purdy because he is the most unlikely story. Last man picked in the draft, second season as a starter into the into the quarterback position of the Super Bowl. But um, you're right, he has been derided over recent times, which I haven't really understood from the outside. Uh, he's had two stirring comeback drives to win um, playoff games to deliver them here. So I would have I would have thought sentiment naturally ran with him, but it's a bit more of a complicated conversation. And then it goes to, so in sport, I love greatness. So I, I'm so looking forward to seeing Mahomes in a fourth Super Bowl. If you're one who relished the years of Tiger Woods and Roger Federer rather than what, someone who got bored by it, then Mahomes' greatness is, is before us right now. And, and I feel like that's enticing. Your transition into a Vegas guy, have we made headway yeah. there or is there no movement at the station? No, I feel like I feel like there's a little bit of Vegas guy in me, Sam. Not late night Vegas guy, but there's so much to do in the town. I haven't really experienced that before. Usually, you come to a Super Bowl city and everything is geared around football. But yep. um, and I know I've sort of tried to relay it during the week. But David Copperfield, the Grand Canyon, the ice hockey, the Sphere, U2. I'm about to head to the wrestling event, which has been slated for here. I've never known anything to take attention away from a Super Bowl like yep. the WWE event has this afternoon. And then we've got Live Golf on Saturday where we're going to broadcast. So I feel like I've given myself over to that side of it. Um, the casino side is less interesting to me, but uh, and there's, there is sort of an element of there's, – there's an undisguised tackiness to some of what goes on, which you're either into or you're not. But I feel like um, – I've had a great week. Apparently, I've got to do some work come Monday morning. There's a game I have to focus on. I, I can't focus on anything. It's eye spinning, Sam. It's a great city, and it's great that you're there, Jaron. You've brought it to life so spectacularly from the other side of the planet. It's uh, it's been an awesome week. The best is yet to come, I'm sure. I appreciate you taking a, a few minutes out of your day to join us, mate. All right, Sam. So I'm going to put all the WWE stuff up on Insta, I think, maybe on Twitter or on Insta. So you've been warned, stay away from me if you don't want. But if you want to sample a bit of the rock coming to Super Bowl week, I'm going to be there. I love it. We won't be unsubscribing anytime soon. Jared Waitley over there, Sid City on the Strip in Las Vegas.